What's up, y'all? It's been a while. We got a lot of catching up to do. Yes, it's been a busy past few weeks. Um, we have women's soccer. We have the NBA finals and trades going on. We have the MLB. So we have a lot of great things, even though the basketball season is over and it's kind of the off season for a lot of the major sports. There's still a lot of things that go on during the summer, especially with these NBA drafts. But um, I'll let you talk. I'm exhausted. Like this summer has been exhausting. Like I'm spent. In a good way or a bad way? (laughs) I don't know what to think anymore. Uh, let me let me start with women's soccer. Shout out to the U.S. women's soccer team bringing home the gold. You know, I feel like women are we trying to make a comeback in sports right now. I mean, we're demanding our respect. You know, this team is dominant. They really showed out for us, and I'm I'm really happy to see all the love they're getting, all the recognition they're getting, all the respect they're getting. It's a big deal. I think they've won the gold medal in the what four out of the last five World Cups. That's a big deal. Yeah, um, I think part of now that they've won so dominant and they've been so consistent, um, a lot of the talk has been even more so the argument's been brought up about the the women receiving equal pay in women's soccer. And I think with um, how they performed in the Gold Cup and then also in the Olympics, they've been the most dominant um, women's soccer team in the Olympics for the last, I think, five Olympics. Um, They've medaled gold in the last five and they've also had a silver within the last five so they've been the top tier um in terms of soccer play for quite a while and so they're arguing in terms of them receiving equal pay i think is very much legitimate and it's been um something that they've been actually arguing for a while but with this it's kind of almost a you know slap in the face of the federation if they don't get it right you know well yeah if i read it correctly i believe there's only been eight uh, World Cup matches for women's in the entire existence, and the U.S. has won half of them. That's pretty damn dominant. I think they're making a case now. And do you know? But do you know what is driving that? Personality. They've got some personalities. Megan Rapinoe. She's a badass. I love seeing her. Like she has some real personality. They, they finally got some stars back. I remember growing up, and I remember like the Mia Hamm period. And she's like the biggest, you know, soccer star in the world. And I think they finally have come back around to having some legitimate personalities on the squad. Uh, Alex Morgan, you know, I think she won best female athlete at the ESPYs yesterday. Um, and that, that really drives a lot of, of things. People want personality. They want to know the players. They want to see some attitude, some spunk. And I think they finally got it. And that's why attention is being uh, thrown their way. Right. And also, it kind of puts a lot of heat under the men's um, soccer team because they haven't performed well um, consistently. Mm -hmm. And so... Talk about it. It it puts... It it shines light on them underperforming. um, And the fact that they've been doing a lot to try and push soccer in the U.S. And the fact that women may be the ones who kind of push soccer and make it more popular, being that most sports are male-dominated and male-driven, I think they're finding the issue where... How do they deal with that? Um, you're just gonna have to, you know, cut it like it needs to be cut. You know, I mean, they're they're the dominant soccer forces, and they just got to be compensated. Like when you actually look at the revenue that they generated, um, and compare it to the men's soccer team, it's kind of clear in terms of 
who is um, kind of leading leading the torch or with or the jersey sales, right? Just um, viewership. Viewership, okay. Yeah, viewership with uh, the women's soccer has been higher than um, the men's, and um, typically that's what you will look at in terms of, like endorsements and things like that. But um, they definitely have a strong case, and I think they'll probably win it. Um, and I think it's also going to set a precedent for other women's sports when they argue for equal pay or even higher pay because there's a lot of like women's basketball um they have been arguing to you know try and get salary raises that are you know more commensurate of what they deserve and they haven't really been getting too much you know positive feedback but this would definitely bold in their case if um women's soccer is able to get that done so right so i feel like every time women get a little bit of shine in sports it's always brought up level of competition because there were some rumblings saying women's soccer, the level of competition was subpar, and that's why they trounced all over the the competition. Do you think that's true? I wouldn't necessarily that's that's true because how do you how are they measuring level of competition? Right. Um, and then on top of that, if you're just looking at it from a viewer standpoint, if you're still generating generating more viewers with the women's soccer than men's, does it really matter? Right. So how, 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 how further back are they looking at this uprise in viewership? Because in the sports world, there's, there's people that ride the wave. Mm. You know, so I'm concerned that a little bit of that is going on. Even though, you know, of, of course, all undue credit to that team. They worked their ass off and they really, like I said, represented this country well and went out there and they showed, you know, what a real team is like. There's just always going to be factors that are raised and naysayers and I don't know. Well, I think the fact that this case has been brought up years ago um, and they've been consistently fighting it, I think this kind of helps them because there's more momentum that's, more momentum that's you know, going in their favor. Um, so I think you know, they'll still have to fight no matter what just because it is what it is. But right. I think that people are starting to open up and embrace. And I think if they have more people who are in you know, management or leadership positions that are willing to make that change or take that take that step, um, it'll happen sooner than later. Right. I mean, I think women's soccer definitely makes the case for, you know, up in their pay, getting it more comparable to the men's. Especially, I mean, they have the resume. And like you said, it's probably going to spur a lot of other women's leagues to try to level up. Um, the WNBA has cried for this for years. Um and though I agree that the salary disparity is 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 great, um, I just don't know that they'll ever be able to match up revenue-wise to men's basketball to warrant them to even make anything near what the what the men's NBA is is making. Yeah. And even Nike's jumped on board with the uh, I don't know if you've seen the latest Nike ad for the women's soccer team. Yeah, I did see that. Um, so they've they've actually been proponents, and that's pretty much what they would need. They will need, you know, big, big brands like Nike, um, some of the other sponsors that are pro-women's movement. Right. And some of the other, I think, pro-women um, leaders that can step up and say, like, this is demanded. I think it'll go through. Um, but if people kind of just protest for a short period and then fade away, then they're just going to wait for you to fade away. But right. if you consistently keep banging on the doors, they're going to have to open it up well yeah i think that's that's a good lane to to go through these big companies need to back women's sports you know if they're ever going to be able to to match up 
someone has to speak up on their behalf. Now I'm gonna say something and it may be a little taboo, but I'm just gonna say it. Do you think that women's sports doesn't get heralded as much because especially in America where people are trying to be conservative and the stigma that female athletes are butch or homosexuals, do you think that that turns off like conservative Americans from supporting women's sports or the influence they think it may have on young women? I, I, well, I would think it, it probably does influence um, some groups of people who have certain ideas of what women should be right. and how they should act and what they should do, um, of course. But those who really truly love sports and, you know, call it like they see it, if it's a good athlete, it's a good athlete, regardless if it's a man, a woman, or mm-hmm. trans, you know. If that's somebody who's busting ass and doing their thing, like, you can't deny it just because of whatever. Yeah. Know? So. I think the world is changing. I mean, uh, definitely the, you know, the climate of today, people are trying to be a lot more accepting of, of people who are different than them. Um but I do think that that probably has an effect. I remember going to a WNBA game. This had to be over 10 years ago. And it's a family event, right? So I could see families bringing their children to these events. And there's a particular population of people that they may not want to expose their children to. I, I could see that a little bit. But like you said... The times have changed, people have changed, but the organizations don't necessarily reflect the change. Right. So that's typically what you're running into. So when you talk about diversity issues, um, it's not necessarily just minority, but it's also gender-wise. So right. people who make decisions are making decisions based on an idea that doesn't necessarily reflect the times. Right. So that's why you have these back-and-forth discussions. But I think as you have more people getting um, you know, management, minorities getting management positions, the conversation is going to be had. And then it's going to start to reflect. But, yeah, you have a long ways to go. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, yeah. Reflects the populace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think the female revolution in sports is, is burgeoning. It, I think um, this soccer win has struck a match of something that was kind of bubbling in its own right. I mean, we have uh, women NBA coaches now. I think Becky Hammond uh, is like an assistant coach for the Spurs now. She's actually coaching the their summer league team as we speak in Vegas right now. Uh, I think there's been a few more hires around the league. There's a few hires in the NFL as well. Um, so I think we're, we're getting somewhere. I'm excited about it. Um, women don't have to fit into a box when it comes to sports. I think we're, we're diverse. We're versatile enough. I know that um, a lot of women... Um, sports figures were probably they try to put them in a box you know oh let's do this photo shoot let's you know sex you up a little bit and I think that people that women are taking back control and saying this is who I am this is my orientation this is my preference this is you know there are women athletes that are gay that do have wives there are women athletes who are straight have families they have children um we're versatile like that, and I think that that is the power of a woman, you know, and I think that we are making a comeback, and I'm excited. I agree. Well, and I think, just to add to your point, um, I think the difficulty with that is I think a lot of times 
they don't know what to do or where to place you so it's easier to create a box and put you where they think mm-hmm. or they feel more comfortable yeah um but when you don't know what to do with it sometimes you need to be taught and learn some things so that way you can make better more educated decisions but well, yeah um Women, we play very many, well, we play a lot of roles in sports. We've talked about this before, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in future episodes, women role in sports. So um, I think it's great. 